Adam Pengilly, morning to you, mate. Mm. Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. Welcome back, Clarky. Thanks, buddy. Interrogation from Loz this morning. Oh, mate, he's on to me, wasn't he? Yeah. On and off air. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Stole my phone. I reckon the question. Checked all messages. Just needed confirmation. <laughs> questions off air might have been a bit more spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Looking through my photos for an hour and a half pre-show he was. Yeah. <laughs> is, he up, is he up and about? When did you get the multi-home live on Friday? Oh, no big deal. No big deal, Adam. That's yeah. just three in a row. <laughs> no love this morning uh, for me, though. Well, okay, he made you one of my heroes, which, yeah. He did. And I had no yeah. idea. Three wins in a row with the multi. Yeah. Oh, you're back, baby. Don't oh, worry about that. Don't worry. Is that a record? Uh, nah, wouldn't be a record. You've done three in a row I before? three in a row is a record. <laughs> I reckon it might be as well. Yeah. Uh, now, have you seen what's occurred in the golf this morning, Adam? Before oh, we talk I haven't, Jared. No, I quickly checked the scores this morning, but I haven't seen the infraction that uh, Cameron Smith has incurred. But are we, are we really surprised, though, to be honest? Like, given everything that's happening with him at the moment and his imminent defection to, to Greg Norman's live golf, there'll be people watching him like a hawk. Yeah. and. It, it, this has happened before, Jared, hasn't it? I think Lexi Thompson famously, one of the majors a couple of years ago, yeah. lost a major after someone rang in and complained to the rules officials after watching on TV. She'd done something wrong. And, uh, yeah, Cameron Smith, unfortunately, doesn't have a whole lot of friends in, in, in America over there at the moment, I don't think. And they're watching him like a hawk. So, I, 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 Adam, I asked this at the time when they first mentioned Cameron even being in conversation. I, I said, do you think it would affect... Um, his reputation or his brand, certainly here in Australia, because I feel like we here in in this country will be will look at him differently in a, in a different light. The, the whole are oh, you taking the money side of things? Yet, tell me someone that would decline an extra two hundred million dollars per year. But I, I, I think I think we're seeing it now. I, I think people are you know gone great Australian mullet. What a you know what a story to. Mm. You know, we're taking offence that he's even considering taking an opportunity like this. And is that right? I think you've hit the nail on the head, Clarky, to be perfectly honest. Because I, I sort of compared Cam in a couple of stories I wrote after he won the Open. It was almost like a he, it's like he stepped out of the shadow of Ash Barty to an extent, hasn't he? This, yep. this knock, knockabout larrikin sort yep. of Queensland guy with a mullet who, who likes his fast cars, he likes fishing. He's, he's a very much a no-frills sort of Aussie bloke, if I can put it in those terms. And that's... We, we have this picture in our heads of what we want our sports people to be like and what, how they should be. And I don't think we should be judging them too much. And, mm. and, and you're right, Clucky. Like, I've got my own opinion on, on Greg's tour and whether it's the right thing or not. But if someone put a $140 million yeah. check in front of you when you're 28 years old, <laughs> and, and the fact... Well, it doesn't change the person you are either. I think that's the most important thing. It, it's like, because if he says yes to this, mm. it doesn't... Or now he's a different person? That's not fair. Yeah, I would clearly question him going over to play these tournaments, whether it's the right thing in terms of his career. Because, let's be honest, there's not a whole lot of prestige involved with these tournaments. Yet You're basically just playing for money. It's as yep. simple as that. Yep. Um, so I can question that part. But you're right. If you're 28 years old and someone puts $140 million in front of you, um, it's hard to knock back. It's hard to knock back, no matter who you are, I don't think. So, yeah, I think he's going to have to deal with some of the fallout, particularly back here in Australia, because it's been a very polarising issue back here in Australia, given that the figurehead for this tour is Greg Norman, and he's not a person that's universally liked back home here in Australia, given some of his antics over the last sort of 10 or 20 years. So it's going to be fascinating to see all this play out, isn't it? Let's talk some racing. What do you make of Zuccarino for John O'Shea winning the Rosebud? Yeah, nice horse, Jared, isn't he? Um, I think it's that time of year. And I mentioned on the program last week, I think a lot of these sort of lightly raced three-year-olds come through and, and really test and question this two-year-old form from, from the autumn. And, and John O'Shea said as much basically after the race. He 
He was very strong in, in suggesting that he thinks the two-year-old form from last season might not stand up at all, given the fact we had a lot of our big Group 1 races, flippers, sires, champagnes, run on bottomless tracks, basically, with the wet autumn we had. And he thinks it's, it's right for the picking for a new batch of these horses to come through the ranks. So Zuccarino was good there. Uh, Spacewalk probably threw the race away a little bit. Dinny was a little bit, a little bit wild and, and wayward in the last 100 metres or so, but he's a nice horse. He'll stay for another day. But can't take nothing away from Zuccarino. He's a, he's a nice three-year-old going places, I reckon. What would you make a surefires win? Yeah, he was good, Loz. Very good. Uh, he was well backed all throughout the week. The punters got that one right, and he, he just uh, settled in the right spot, and J-Mac put him in the perfect position. He showed a really nice turn of foot. Now, it's not easy for these European stays to come out to Australia and, and win over 1,400 metres against some of our sharper horses. If he had that one preparation in Australia in the autumn, and he looks like he's come back a, a much better horse. So I thought he was really impressive there. Chris Waller will sort of, I suppose, take him along the path towards the core field in Melbourne Cups and see if he can get there in the end, but obviously stay in Sydney for his next couple of runs. And... Uh, the horse that I made my value bet on Friday, I don't want to drop off him either. There's no compromise. Probably not quite his right race. I might have misread that a little bit. But I thought he finished off the race really nicely. There's a nice race in store in him for later in the spring too. Sort of a weekend did Huey Bowman have. Yeah, Jared. what'd you make of this? Um, there was a lot of questioning by the stewards of Hugh Bowman for his ride on Frumos, the odds-on favourite there in one of the earlier races. Uh, we know that the day, it was very much fencing run. It mm. favoured horses towards the middle. And Huey had a horse that settled way back in the second half of the field. He decided to sort of take Frumos back towards the fence and just nothing at all opened up in the straight. And it was a tragedy beaten. I, I suppose hope in your heart as well. Should go in that category. Those two horses should have fought out the finish, but unfortunately, absolutely no luck at all. And the stewards, on two occasions, called both Huey and Chris Waller into the stewards' room and asked them questions for a long time, questioning the ride. They eventually let him off and said, "Okay, we think your riding was reasonable in the case, but no doubt, given the fact the horse was well back throughout the week and started at a short price, I think the stewards are justified doing that." But in the end, no action was taken against Hugh Bowman. Chat tomorrow, mate. Thank you. See you, boys.